Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to the family with co-host Catherine Brandt, Hackmaster, Ralph W. Basham, MD, Alex Bernard Rasmussen, and Andy Bernard. We'll be right back, kick things off. Of course, Tim Lammers will join us. William Sadler, our guest in the second hour. Looking forward to that. Always liked his work. We'll be right back, kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walls Road Motor Group, Walls.com, and Doug Sprinthal. Nissan news. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan of the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade. This is a brand-new vehicle. It's got bird's-eye parking, so when you're backing up, you hit the screen, and it's like a spy satellite above oh. the vehicle, It is, and it's got ProPilot. It is cool. Trade your car in. Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the next one better than this one. All right. Be like Andy and Melissa and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was born. <laughs> so, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J-Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. We're rocking out, man. That's all I know. So, what's happened? Is Timmy with us already? Yep. I thought I am. I'm rocking out with Catman. Catman rocking out. Catman. <laughs> with the Catman. So, what's happening, man? Well, welcome back from vacation. 
Yeah, I was uh, telling people it was just a thrill. It was wonderful. It was so exciting and laughing and joking and have a wonderful time. And it was terrific. The whole thing was really nice. That's fantastic. Well, I have to start off with a recommendation. Now that you're back at home and in regular viewing mode, you have, well, it was CBS All Access. It has been branded Paramount Plus now, officially. Yes, right. Um, right. I have to tell you, man. <laughs> I love this movie so much. Uh, the SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run. My God, is it entertaining. <laughs> really? <laughs> I God. love it. I've always liked SpongeBob, yep. personally. Oh, God, it is so bat heat crazy. <laughs> this one is so crazy. And there are a couple, three big cameos in it that you're just going to love. I mean, it is just nuts. But that's what I love about SpongeBob. It's just kind of just off-the-cuff stuff, it seems, you know. But, uh, yeah, so definitely put that one on your list. It just it um, kicked off the rebrand of, of CBS All Access, so it became available on the first day of Paramount Plus last week. The film was actually supposed to be in theaters, like many of these films were. Uh, played in theaters in Canada. But, uh, you know, obviously with the turmoil with theaters here, it, 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 Paramount just said, you know what, screw it. We're going to hold it, and we're going to kick off our new streaming service, a rebranded streaming service with this. And believe me, it is a great title to kick things off with. For years, after one episode of SpongeBob, I think we were all watching it, I yeah, believe. Yeah, in Florida. Yeah, and... Um, they were parking a ghost ship or something, and <laughs> SpongeBob was telling them how to park, and they oh, were yeah. just tearing the shit out of the ship. And he keeps on going, we're good, we're good, we're good, <laughs> as the whole ship just disintegrates. So now every time anybody is telling anybody how to park, we're all like, we're good, no, we're, we're good, good, you're good. good. Well, I will say Love that this movie, and again, I don't want to give too much away because it was such of a pleasant surprise, but there's a scene with an actor you know very well and an Old West town. It's actually part live action. So they go into this Old West town oh. that is populated by El Diablo, who rules over a bunch of Zombie pirate cowboys. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> That's Love the it. sort of stuff that just makes you roar out loud because yes. it is so ridiculous, but it is so damn funny. Oh God, this is the sort of therapy you need in dealing with you know the day-to-day madness. Yep, is to be yep. able yeah. to escape with you know for a couple hours with SpongeBob and not have to worry about being preached to or you know any sort of you know obviously SpongeBob has been great about this. They don't filter in any or feel they, they don't bring in any sort of outside crap yeah. with them you know it just exists as it is and it, it's just awesome now is it available streaming or is it in theaters only um, no no just paramount plus so it is available streaming only now. wonderful wonderful yeah, Boy, that, yeah. yeah it, it was in theaters in canada back last summer i think uh, oh, okay. but even then it was limited release there but yeah so streaming only and, uh, you know, I can't imagine. I suppose, you know, they'll make all the money they can. I suppose you could get it on video on demand at some point. But, hell, I mean, you pay the five ninety nine or whatever a month for Paramount Plus, you know, you get everything you need there. Plus, they added 2500 
movies to their library. So, mm-hmm. you know, the st- streaming is obviously the way of the world now, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. They will be playing also, I should say, um, you know, the big deal with the coronavirus and how it screwed up business with theatrical windows, etc. Um, you know, Warner Brothers for this year, 2021, is day and date for both their, you know, for their theatrical films. You can see them in theaters and you can see them on um, the, the, the Warner Brothers uh, HBO Max the same day. For Paramount Plus, movies like Top Gun Maverick, whenever they come out, there will be a 45-day window, and then they will go to the streaming service, as opposed to the standard 90-day window before. So, you know, the business model has changed, and, and it seems to me that Paramount is giving a fair shake to theaters, you know, with their movies, as opposed to Warner Brothers, which is just, you know, kind of leaving them twist in the wind. You can, What are you going to do? Are you going to watch the movie in the theater where, where you don't quite, you know, you don't like the theater for either the threat of, coronavirus which is really not the case or that you don't like people yakking on their phones i mean what what choice right, are you gonna make watch right. it there or watch it at home you know so yeah and or sh- share the uh, revenue with a theater or get it all yeah exactly yeah. that's that's exactly right so you know uh again i i don't know about you guys but i dr bash maybe you could tell me if you've heard anything coming uh about it from any outbreaks connected to a single theater i haven't no no and and no i and i'm not you're not hearing about outbreaks at all because i think we're no you don't kind of over the hump mm-hmm. you know the daily cases are dropping i mean it i know 25 percent of the population has been immunized already 25 percent one quarter of america's population has been immunized it, uh, they've just opened up the immunization for 18 and over in the state of minnesota and you know, and the, state, and the Star Tribune said we'll all be immunized, or anybody who wants to be immunized in the United States will be immunized by the end of April. Mm-hmm. So oh, I don't. What, what, what are we? Why are we? Are, is it working or not? And, and why are we getting immunized then? So, right, right. Yeah, they're freaking out about spring break coming down to Florida. So what? They think that there's going to be uh, new variants, blah blah blah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah I, well. well Florida gets a lot of national shit because it has a, I believe, because it has a Republican governor. Yeah, it's true. It, it's, it's, it's numbers have always been actually very good for the population, um, even though they've stayed open. And there are only uh, mayors are the ones that are picking mask mandates or not. I mean, most populated places did have a mask mandate. Um, so there was a lot of freedom here. They opened up right after that whole, what was it, three weeks to slow the spread or whatever. Flatten the curve, slow the spread. Who knows? Who knows? I don't even remember anymore. It's been so long. But um, I I really do think that that's part of the problem is that uh, DeSantis is looking good for a possible presidential uh, run and right. they're preempting anything that he might do by just complaining about how he's handled everything. So it's well, it's very interesting to watch. What you will see is last year. Remember those dopey kids on the beach, and I'm not worried about getting the Rona and all that kind of stuff. They'll just go yep. back down to spring break and get those same sorts of things yep. where kids are acting completely well, irresponsible. Anyway, 
And, yeah. uh, you know, that obviously is a big uh, black eye on the state right there. I mean, for I think for good reason last year, but I don't know. I don't know if, if this year it's going to be a threat again or not. But. Well, they, there are some rulings in the state of Florida, and I don't know which, I can't remember which cities, but they are not going to allow anyone under 23 to go on the beaches in and mass, which yeah. means no college kids because yeah, they're mostly rooms. 22 and under. <laughs> yeah, they're already kind of. Wait, wait a second. They're going to do that. They're going to put concertina wire around all the beaches and have a checkpoint to get I on the beach. Oh no! Yeah, yeah I don't it, know. It, it just. Well, every so college insane. campus had outbreaks because people were partying in the dorms. Right. Even though they weren't attending school, they were still all getting together. They weren't locking them in their rooms. Colleges, college campuses had coronavirus all over the place. They just don't get that sick because right. they're young it, it, and healthy. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> no one's dying okay. over it, 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 we're, we're over this. You know, they're just an absolute paranoia that we have a national OCD crisis over this. This is, no, young people don't get sick, get, they, can get, they don't get just not, don't have a problem, by and large. Of course, there's always a risk. You probably, they probably have the same risk of, if they get influenza. I don't even think of it. Nobody talks about that. No, that's very true. Now, Doc, I have to ask you a question. Right. What's that? Please. I don't understand this when I look at the stats, and we've been talking about this for several months now, And but I'm looking at the new stats that have come out. Why do they have all these people, you know, there's people over 75, then it was people over 70, and now I think it's people over 67, something like that. And there's school teachers and there's hospital workers. The number one victim around the world of this virus is the morbidly obese people. Why aren't they all getting immunized immediately? Yeah, we should, we should be immunizing all of the uh, obese people of color. Cause that's, that, so that's the population I really should be focusing on. I agree. You know, I, I, I don't get it. You know, give it, get, get, get it out there to all those people. Get it out into those communities. That's the communities that, that really should be served first, and then you know, healthy white people. Because by and large, I guess the immunization history has a sense. There's a sense that that may have given people a certain amount of protection against the coronavirus in itself. And the, the people, uh, populations of color just haven't had that uh, past immunization history. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't like to be. A lot of people I grew up with in the black community, well, a lot of poor people, so was black, white, you know, brown, whatever. They did not. I've only been immunized, I think, once in my life. I think that's true. Well, you definitely had the polio vaccine. I had the polio vaccine. You most likely had rubella, mumps and rubella. He probably yeah, just had maybe. it. He may have just had it, mumps and so rubella. you don't get the flu shot? No, I don't get flu shot. I haven't I've had a vaccination in years. I just don't get I don't get sick. I just don't. You know, I mean, I get sick of you guys, but that's yeah. a different story. Well, you get sick. sick. <laughs> You've gotten sick. There was one Christmas where you barely made it through Christmas. Oh, but that's it. Well, you I barely to, made it through. It, no, you barely made it through Christmas. You had to go oh, downstairs and take a down. nap. You did. But, I mean, that's how you get sick. You get really sick, and you go to bed for, like, 18 hours, and then you get up, and you're fine. And I'm it's fine. Weird. Yes, that's true. It's really weird. <laughs> oh, but I thought you were talking about I was going to die. I didn't. <laughs> that's kind of what it sounded you like. You almost that's what she, died that's what during Christmas. Yeah, you were, you know, did we, you see him? <laughs> you see we the all light? thought he was gonna yeah, die. You were very it gray was... and weird. We were yeah, like, we're like, right? should we be calling a hospital? Whatever works. That's all <laughs> I know. Whatever works. Everything is good. No, I don't know. I don't have anything against vaccinations. I just don't get them. I don't get immunized for any. It's like whatever. 
and that's I easy. never had most of that stuff either. Yeah. I never got it. It should be per- no, it should be I, personal choice, personal freedom. You want to yeah. wear a mask, knock yourself exactly. out. Exactly. You don't want to wear a mask, don't wear my a mask. My body, my choice. <clears throat> I agree with you on that one. Being in charge of your own people? health. Mm. What? Exactly. It's pretty much true, but I, yeah, that's the only thing. I just they always talk about oh, we got to take care of the people, got to take care of the people. It's absolute proof, Andy Barnard. You know this. You, you and I talked about it. That overweight people, severely obese people around the world are dying of this, but there's no mention on helping them go first at all. None. No. What's the problem here? No one oh, wants to admit that stuff. link is the problem. Exactly. Well, they, morbidly obese. It, it's fat shaming. They're yep. saying it's not fat shaming though. It's not at all. It's trying to keep you alive. Well, I think it's, it's like sixty-seven percent or something like that. It isn't is. It, it yeah. is. Yeah. It's yep. high. It's it's, unf- yep. it's unfortunate, but if you carry extra weight, you have a higher incidence of many diseases. Yes, you do. Yep. But you know, don't want that. You you're not allowed to say that anymore. You're healthy at any size. No oh, God, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, Catherine, did you say the deal about fat shaming? Because I think that's absolutely right. Because everybody mm-hmm. is so damn sensitive, and you get these people behind yep. their keyboards, and nobody knows and say anything they want, and they'll turn it into a fat shaming issue. Which, come on, we're trying to save lives here, really? You know? Yeah, I know. It should not be uh, about that. Get well, in here, you fat bastard! Yeah, <laughs> it's not what they're doing. You know, it's not what's happening. All yeah, po- it's just a statement of fact. It isn't a state. It, it right. isn't a judgment. It's right. just people who are obese are dying of this. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're not saying that you're a horrible human being. We're saying you should get. We're trying to help you. Should get immunized. You should get immunized and protect yourself and be careful with this disease. Every exactly. population has a greater incidence of certain diseases. That's true. That's a, as a result yeah. of social behavior, yep. as a result of genetics, as yep. a result of a thousand things. So mm-hmm. Native Americans again, can have they have a higher incidence of middle ear disease if I remember correctly and gallbladder yeah, disease. Yeah. You know, black people they have a higher incidence of uh, of high blood pressure and things well, like they're that. They're the only ones that get sickle cell anemia, right? right? Sickle yep. cell anemia, uh, the the, yeah. the Tay Sachs disease, uh, Mediterranean Jewish Jews, people. Yeah. You yeah. know, so uh, that's just a stating a fact, and it's not shaming anybody. It's not racism. It's not bigotry. It's a reality. You need to no. know these things if you're in this population, so you can take care of yourself. Period. That's all it is. We we got to take a break. We'll be right back. Tim Lammers is with us. We've already found one good movie from Tim. We're going to find out all kinds of good stuff. We'll be right back with the family. Tom Bernard here with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always great to be with you, Tommy. Michael, we've talked before about the XCheck app at North American Banking Company, where you can send money to your friends and family directly from your account to theirs for free. I imagine people are using that a lot these days, huh? Beyond paying a friend back for the dinner you split or paying fantasy football or golf side action, we've heard from our customers that they're using XCheck to send money to their grown-up kids for a family takeout meal or using it to pay the person that plows their driveway in the winter. Our customers love the flexibility of paying right from their account in just a couple of taps on their phone wherever they are located. I use XCheck, and it's just as easy as Michael says. Send money in one business day or less, and it's completely free. Get XCheck by contacting any of North American Banking Company's five Twin Cities locations. So why not bank with my banker? That's you, Mike. Tommy, thanks for the privilege. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. 
As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza Sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You buy one set, get another set absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Square, and use promo code TOM, T-O-M. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. We're rocking out, man. That's all I have to say. Um, are there any French people on the show today? Mais je parle français. Je parle français le petit peu. Okay. Well, well you know, uh, with my recent DNA test, Tommy, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit French, too. Ah, you there know. you go. You're a bit In addition to being oh. related to Princess Diana and Tom Hanks and Benjamin Netanyahu and... Well, of course. Uh, I'm related Max to Gandhi. <laughs> and Anderson Cooper. The Mahatma. Yep. <laughs> and Anderson Cooper, exactly. All right, that means we're going to have to cancel both of you. Oh, you're going to have to get rid of you. going to cancel you because, hey, look, you people uh, gave us Pepe Le Pew. I'm sorry. you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go. That's all I'm telling you. But, but Pepe Le Pew is apparently canceled and will never be back on Looney Tunes. Yeah. Well, honestly, he was a dumb character anyway. He was very one dimensional. You mean hitting on women? I yeah. tried to find the song that he sang um, of him singing it on YouTube. I cannot find it. Mm-hmm. What song? Yeah, which means lark, sweet lark. Mm-hmm. I will pull the feathers off of the lark, sweet lark. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a weird song. <laughs> but it's well, like French a, are weird. Yeah, it's like an old French, yeah. you know, song, whatever. And he used to sing it all the time. And I was trying to show Fawn a video, like this was probably six months ago, a video of Pepe Le Pew singing this song. And because she has a little owl that she named Owletta. And I was like, oh, that makes me think of this song. And you can't find a video of Pepe Le Pew singing that song. Well, that's the problem, Alex, with this whole cancel thing. It's people are erasing history. So next thing you know, anything to do with Pepe Le Pew on YouTube will be pulled. And people will eventually uh, feel good about themselves because the character effectively never existed. You know, forget about history and learning yep. from it. And I'm not saying, yep. you know, that's the case with with uh, Peppy. You know, certainly, you know, Dr. Seuss's drawing, I, I, I get that. I get why people are upset about it, but you know, use it to teach people about this is where we were, this is where we are now, and look at how far we've come. And this and this is a, a virtual, uh, virtual fascism. Uh, it's a virtual book, book burning. Well, yeah. That's what this is. We're burning the books. So we can't. See, it is. Can't, yep. You can't see. You can't read uh, Huck Finn or Tom Sawyer because, of course, that had de- that had a depiction of how white people really viewed black people at that time. We don't want to know about that. We don't want to learn from that. We it, it, that's 
if we just don't want to know that. So we're just going to burn those books. I don't like this idea either. We want to burn that book too. I don't like these other ideas. I mean, that's a that's a very dangerous road, and that's exactly this is a virtual book burning. Terrible. Well, this is this is what I'm afraid of, Doctor Basham. Is okay. So now we we take away six books from Doctor Seuss. That's not going to be good enough to people. They're going to say, well, you know what? Just for the mere fact that he wrote those books, we should get rid of him right. altogether. You know, that's where I'm afraid that one is going to go. And next thing you know it, we're going to be living in a society where if you possess a book by Dr. Seuss, you're you're a criminal, you know? Oh, yeah, <laughs> and, you worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people don't realize that this very, very slippery slope that uh, we're on now. And, wow, God, Dr. and Dr. Seuss's stories were a presentation of different colored characters, different looking characters that, in a certain extent, got along in, in, in time. So it was a way to express to children the evils mm-hmm. of racism and the fact that races can be together, different colors can be together, and that's what the story right. that I took away from it. And yep, why it has to be, it makes no sense. It, it, it's, it's idiocy. My favorite take was, of course, the Babylon Bee. Uh, (laughs) Of course. They they pulled Mein Kampf from the shelves when they noticed that Hitler made a drawing of a Chinese person with chopsticks in the margins. (laughs) (laughs) You're not allowed to do that. that. Oh, they had a a funny one one this morning, too. They said, uh, Elizabeth Warren gives Ancestry.com a one-star review. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when she found out she was like one one one-thousandth native or something. Exactly. Give them a one-star rating. (laughs) I don't know if this is true or not, but regarding Dr. Seuss and Mein Kampf, mentioning those two in the same sentence is insane, but um, apparently eBay is yanking all auctions of the Dr. Seuss books that have been pulled. However, Mein Kampf remains on the site. Yeah, oh yeah, that's fine. Absolutely. As long as it's your struggle. I, it's, th- this, is, this is what Hitler did, and now it's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. It's just yep. disgusting to me. It's absolutely disgusting what we're doing to America right now. Yeah, who, Good God. Who, who's doing this? Just, just people start whining on social media, and then there's this huge back. I don't see why you would do that. These, act like these people have power. Yeah, the companies are really there, to blame here because they're, there are, they're capitulating yep. to the mob. Yeah. Well, it's not just the mob. There are marketing companies and there are there are citizen watch groups that do nothing but look for things to be mad about and then they start doing a full court press against the company. Well, they, they have fax no real them power. and email them and they but they 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 just they overwhelm the customer complaint center and so they think that the sky is falling so they instantly just do something because they're getting so much right. negative feedback sure. so right. corporations are to blame for capitulating before the mob exactly yeah. well, they well, they're like, kowtowing yeah. to that yes, and here's are. the thing with with dr seuss they they claim they made the decision last year yeah oh, right yeah, okay because this whole thing just started but the deal with pepe Le Pew and speedy gonzalez Started with a New York Times columnist. That's where that whole thing. He took the blowtorch to to those two characters. And it's funny because when you read about um, Speedy Gonzalez, I don't even know why, if it's racial stereotypes or whatever, I was reading some of the comments, and there were a lot of people of Hispanic descent that said, I love uh, Speedy Gonzalez. Right. 
Right. Don't speak on my behalf. No, Mexicans love Speedy Gonzalez. I mean, there's really yep. nothing negative about him. Like, I can see... He's the pe- hero. French people probably wouldn't like Pepe Le Pew because they're, it's basically saying French people are rapists. But Speedy Gonzalez, well, on the other anybody. hand... He tried. I don't know about that. He tried to make out with him. I don't know about raping him. They're a cartoon character. He's a animal. skunk. He's a skunk, exactly. He, he didn't know he smelled. I mean, it's the absurdity <laughs> just, of but, the of the character uh, that is. Get, I yeah, I agree. If you want, if you, uh, it's easy to say yes. Now, to for today's standards, it seems like very you know. It, it's definitely like Me Too world. But back in those days, it was just it's a ridiculous skunk acting like a jerk. Yep. You know, he, he was yep. a ridiculous. That was the point of the humor in those days. To just delete things, I just don't understand yeah. that. I, brace I, yourself. I don't get it. The next thing will be SpongeBob SquarePants. Well, well I'll find something it. about him I don't know. They're not very, po- they're not political and they're not sexual. But I have a question. Doesn't he sponge off of everything and everyone? No, he has a job. <laughs> He does have a job, but they'll. Ah, oh, he's a sponge. We don't want to glorify sponges, do we? Well, yeah. I think that's, well, that's the problem. That, that is the problem. Is yeah. you can find problems anywhere. If you're looking for problems, there are problems. That's what they do. They no look doubt. for problems. No doubt. If you're looking no for connotation, that happens. Right down to the point that Tommy, you brought this up several times, uh, <clears throat> quoting Chris Rock about it's really going to get to the point where you stand in a circle and hop on one foot. Yeah. On one foot. That's very, very true. There's no doubt about it. I, I, I don't know. Could we just enjoy life without you whining about everything? Everything sucks now. Everything. No, it doesn't. Actually, uh, I just had one of the best weeks of my life hanging out with the family up in Disney World. It's fantastic. Get off your ass and spend time with your loved ones. How about that? Yep. That'd be good. I don't know. I'm well, just sick to death of everybody. My question is, you know, this New York Times writer comes up and, and, and goes after these two cartoon characters. Aren't there more important things to be writing about right now? Exactly. Absolutely. It's a very good point. And I, I don't know. We'll, we'll get to all of it. I don't know. I was trying to think of who the hell uh, my favorite cartoon characters were. You know, Bugs Bunny. But I suppose, uh, I don't know. What are they going to do with Bugs? They can't get rid of Bugs. He didn't bother anybody, did he? Yeah, what's up, Doc? Yeah, nice there's a lot of slamming over the head. All Looney Tunes. I mean, oh, yes. now when I watch them, yeah, I'm like, true. my God, these are super violent. Oh yeah. I never thought a thing about it when I was a kid. Oh, all of those so old Mickey characters. Mouse, though. There's a there's a bit especially any of those cartoons uh, created during World War II. They said something that people get upset about. There's a specific yeah. one. Yep. Uh, Bugs Bunny, I think he was like handing out ice cream or something that was had a bomb mm-hmm. in it or something, and he uh, he was giving out like free ice cream to Japanese people because this was during World War II, and so all the Japanese people, all the Japanese people were in a line getting ice cream, and he was he was going, here you go, slant eyes, here you go, monkey face. Oh my God! Oh yeah. Well, that's going to be a problem. That but, will be know. a problem for Bugs Bunny. Well, what? Uh, at one time, we were mad at them. Yes, yeah. yes, we were. Was, is Looney Tunes a Hanna-Barbera product? Well, uh, Warner Brothers owns Warner it, Brothers. I can tell you that much. Yeah, yeah I think it is. Yeah. Well, I know, I'm not sure about Warner, uh, Hanna-Barbera. No, it, I Warner, don't think it's Hanna-Barbera. Hanna-Barbera is uh, all the other stuff, like Quick Draw McGraw and Yogi, Yogi Bear. And, okay. 
But the floodgates are open on cartoon characters now. Yep. Which is interesting because they're remaking Space Jam, basically. And yeah, all those old cartoon characters, they did all sorts of stuff that people would consider heresy now. Well, and and I will note that Peppy will not. I think Peppy either got pulled from the movie. Yeah, he was going to be in there, but now he's not going to be. Nope, they already pulled him. You're absolutely right about that. It's just, I don't know. We're, we're just, what are we trying to prove? Does anybody know what we're trying to prove without nothing you do is right? And if you don't agree with me, I hate you and will try to ruin your life. How did we get to such a mentally disturbed state as, enti- as an entire country? Mer- Americans are crazy right now. All of them. I would agree. All of us. We're no, nuts. No, I would say social media people are crazy. Yeah. Well, they are. And why people still cling and hang on it. Makes no sense to me. I don't, I don't because get it they're the companies are all owned by you know eighty year old people who have no idea yeah. how the world is. They think you know you hear from ten people that the old um, the rule of there was some rule of thumb that came from like you know you every phone call represents a thousand people or something like that, which sure was true sixty years ago. It's not true anymore, but they still believe it because that's what they were taught in business school, you know, back in the 17th century. Yeah. Yeah, no question. Do you think they'll ever go after the character in uh, Blazing Saddles who said, we'll take the blacks and the Chinese, but we don't want the Irish? (laughs) No one cares about Blazing Saddles. I don't know why. (laughs) No, they don't. And, man, they use the big N in that movie more than any movie I've ever seen. Yep. Richard Pryor did a good job. It's because Richard Pryor was involved in the making of it, yeah. That's very true, yeah. That movie's hilarious. God, that movie was funny. No question Well, I will say this whole cancel thing has certainly ramped up in the last year. I'm thinking it had, does it have something to do with people being quarantined and just basically having too much yeah, damn time maybe. to think? Maybe that's true. You might be right about that. I, I, I just, why can't you be happy? Is there anything on earth you can be happy about? Is everything just horrible? And I have another question for you. If you make the statement, white people are racist, isn't that racist? Seriously. You're trying to use logic when there is no logic involved. No. You can't no use logic. logic at all. So so saying an entire group of millions, hundreds of millions of people, every one of them's racist. And I can tell you I know several people that are on the show right now, they're not racist in the least. So I know a lot of people I'm I'm surrounded with are not racist people in any way, shape or form. Doesn't matter. So how long will this go on? Until people fight back. They're going to have to start fighting back right now or it's never going to end. I will tell them that. Well, look what happened with the Jews. All of a sudden, Jews, everybody hated the Jews all of a sudden in World War II. Yep. You know, look what happened because they let it go on and on and on from 19, what was it, 36, I think it was, when it started? Oh. All the way through the war. Yeah. Well, before that. But the seeds of anti-Semitism really were present for years before that. Right. Years before that. and. Uh, you know, one of the immigrants, the big immigrant population that came to America was in the early early 20th century, and they there was anti-Semitism mm-hmm. against them. They they couldn't work in certain professions. It was just they were blocked because of the anti-Semitism. So that they just built on it and were able to use it as a wedge to blame them for the Vatican. So it was just yeah, this goes on and on. It's going on and on and on here against white people, and pretty soon someone will use it to exterminate white people in. Uh, who pick your pick your country yeah. or pick your area right. or some such right. thing? Right, that's right. 
Uh, we got to take a break here in a second, but I, I, I will say, honest to God, I am getting so sick to death of sitting and listening. And I, I did. I did an interview on, on a, a black, a black uh, network radio show, and I said, you can say whatever you want. You call my mother a racist. you got a big problem. You aren't going to be calling Toots a racist because that never happened. Leave my mother out of it because my family, my wife, and my kids can fight back. My mother's dead. Shut up. That's I've right. had enough of it. I've had enough of you calling all white people racist. It's disgustingly stupid. Jesus. I mean, all black people are this. All white people are this. All brown people are this. You know how many problems that created over the past several hundred years? And yet you won't stop doing it. Why don't you stop? Because it's now, now it's somebody else's turn? Well, well, there shouldn't be any turns. Right? Yep. Stop racism altogether. Uh-huh. And 100%. 100%. We'll take a break. Be right back. Timmy Lammers is with us. Some French guy, I can't remember his name. Pepe Bachelor, <laughs> that his name is. Ralph LePew. It's right. one of those. One of those. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Dan Chesky is here from Dan Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof. Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want. So get in and take advantage of the factory incentives and discounts February offers. Why should our listeners shop for a fishing boat at Dan Southside Marine? We have the latest models on display, like the new Revolution. It features rotational seating from Premier Marine and the new Lumacraft FSX crossover fish and ski. Both are getting tons of attention and grabbing sales from the competition. Dan's Southside Marine is packed with pontoons from Avalon, Berkshire, and Premier with all the rebates and incentives we mentioned at the top. Get the family out this weekend and come see these amazing pontoons. And be sure to ask about custom-rigged Alumacraft fishing boats this weekend at Dan's Southside Marine during our February open house. Dan's Southside Marine, six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home. List it on the MLS and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. We're rocking out, man. Yes, we are. Hey, I saw a good. Should I saw, we just saw a good movie this past week. I picked it out see? of the document. I saw the Louis Prima story. Really? Where did you see that? Where did that you find that? That was on Amazon Prime, and it oh, was really? interesting. Oh, it, boy, that guy was whew, an active guy. You know, he liked the ladies, liked the ladies, oh, liked gambling, did. liked the drinking, and everything. Yeah, just a fascinating thing, and and to, to, in his, to his credit, man, he was the entertainer. 
He was the entertainer of entertainers. No. Boy, he just really had a great show. I have a question for you. Did they include the scene where, um, oh, what the hell was his name? The uh, Detroit Tiger, one of the, one of the preeminent baseball players of all time. Jeez, what the hell was his name? Beat up the guy with no hands. Remember the guy I'm talking oh, about? Oh, no. Baseball player, Detroit Tigers, uh, grew up in uh. Georgia. was one of the first, first big uh, stock owners in Coca-Cola. Why the hell can't I remember his name? But he uh, he goes. Louis Prima is playing uh, Reno, right? In the movie, um, and uh, he goes up on stage. He invite a yes, this baseball player to come up on stage. God, what the hell? Tommy Lee Jones played him. Or Cobb? I can't. Cobb, Wait, Ty, Ty Cobb. Cobb. That's okay. exactly right. It was Ty Cobb. That's exactly right. So Ty Cobb's invited up on stage by Louis Prima. And they start playing Sweet Georgia Brown. And, of course, uh, Ty Cobb said, yeah, typical, the big ends have ruined that song, haven't they? And Louis Prima says, you should watch your language when you're up here. And he says to him, why don't you kiss my ass, you dago? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Settle down, Ty. Hey, talk why don't you about calm that down there? Uh, <laughs> yeah, a guy exactly. like Emily Jones playing a prick. Yeah, hard to believe, huh? Hard to believe that one. Oh my God, I'll never forget that movie. That was a hell of a great. That was a great movie. Yeah, and but that was Louis Prima. That, he he had this, he had this yep. sense that he wanted everybody's attention to be watching the show. He and he really he went out of his way to do a great show. Came from uh, New Orleans, had a, you know, a, a sensitivity to uh, black people, black culture in New Orleans, and uh, with jazz and everything like that. So yeah, right, it's completely consistent. Right. I mean, in in his own way, he was just a just a very good entertainer and a good person in some ways. In other ways, a little bit of a flander, a lot of a flander, and, and some other issues. Yeah. But it was a just a great entertainer, performer. Yeah, he just he was unbelievable. I just I more I didn't realize just how good of a stage presence he had and how much he could move and he could play the trumpet. And he had the the side the woman sidekick who was just deadpan there, but they would sing together and and they always end up as a love affair as well. So he married all. I got to put that one on my my list, uh, Ralph. The one that I yeah. want you to put on your list, and this is a hard one to watch. Uh, it's an hour a week there on number three. I haven't watched it yet. It's on HBO Max. Allen versus Farrell, which is the series. Yeah, Mia Farrow, Woody Allen. Oh God! Oh, I don't know if I could stand that. Mm. Yeah, well, Ooh. I tell you what. What's so amazing is it is so damning. The evidence is so overwhelming. Yet you still have people in the press coming to defend Woody Allen and the yep. hero worship that's still going on despite that. You know, now like they say, like the Harry and Meghan thing. You know, it's one-sided. You're not hearing the other side. Uh, I get that, you know. But, boy, what they're presenting right now on this series, it's pretty damn compelling. And not only, you know, we're not only talking about the Dylan Farrow situation, um, which is the young girl and, you know, the allegations there. They're talking about the fact that Woody's movies tended to have situations where Woody was playing a character attracted to women that were younger. And they're tying it into the whole Soon Yi Previn thing. And the one movie that, I'll be honest with you, I've never seen it, Manhattan. 
where is it Marielle Hemingway plays the girl that she's 17 years old, and he's much, much older than her. Mm-hmm. And the parallels that they draw, and, they, and, and this guy, you know, going in and examining the scripts where he actually changed the ages of some of these women to be younger than they already Ew. were, you know, which, again, in today's territory would strictly not be allowed. And but yet people seem to just keep overlooking that fact, don't they? So he's, so he why isn't he being canceled? That's a good question. I mean, I think I think certainly I don't know. I know that they took away Cosby and Roman Polanski's membership to the Academy. I'm trying to think if they did that to Woody Allen or not. Well, that's not being canceled. Uh, but that's about as harsh of a penalty that has been delivered to those people. They haven't been canceled altogether. Now you might say that. Well, Cosby's in prison, so he is canceled Um, but certainly there's still people defending roman polanski you know so and and certainly there's this fox columnist that was just digging up all the dirt on mia's family and posting that as sort of a uh a rebuttal to all the stuff that they say in in allen versus Farrow. i mean there's just still people that will not give up on defending woody allen it's just amazing oh god what a disgusting human being that man is wasn't mia Farrow? Dating men much older than her when she well, was Sinatra. very, very young. She's married to Sinatra, yeah. Yeah, wasn't she? Yeah, was and she this guy, this 18? one columnist, I won't even dignify him by giving him, you know, saying his name, but yeah, that was one of the things that he brought up. Well, they didn't say that Mia Farrow, you know, dated her. Did she actually marry Sinatra? I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. They yeah. noted the age difference, but the difference is, is that Mia Farrow wasn't 16 years old or whatever. She was right. 21. Right. 18 years old when this happened. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And the other interesting thing is, is that they, and there's a big lawsuit over this, but are. I don't know if it's gone to court yet, but they filed a suit, Alan's people, or the publisher of his audio book, where you hear Woody talking about certain things. So they use excerpts from this audio book in Alan's voice, naturally, talking about when he, you know, first fell in love with Soon Yi and all that stuff. And I thought, God, why would you? This is so weird. Yep. <laughs> this is completely weird how you're basically saying, yeah, I... Uh, went out on my wife with her adopted daughter. And, and he's just matter-of-factly explaining how it happened. It's just a weird series, but it is, it is pretty fascinating because, again, you know, they're not letting up on, on him with these accusations. And this is probably the best way at this point to, to get the information out there for them. So it's yeah, it four-part for HBO um, Max. Yeah. It's, it's just incredible. Now, I have to ask everybody a question, Tim. This is basically for you. Catherine, I just watched Greenland the other night. Yes, I heard you talking about it on the queue. Yeah, it was, it's too long, I thought. It should have been about 20 minutes, half hour shorter. They just added a bunch of stuff, I don't know, for whatever. I thought it was pretty good, though. Overall, I thought it was, it was pretty decent. Well, it's exactly Very what good. we were... Yeah, we figured it was just going to be entertaining, and it certainly was that. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, and, and Gerard Butler, I, I like him a lot. I mean, you know, he mm-hmm. can carry a movie, yep. and he's really good in that sort of role. You remember he did the Fallen movies, Angel is Fallen, London is Fallen. He's right. kind of a no-nonsense, yep. you know, fist the cuffs a lot, you know. <laughs> he's terrific, but uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the, the actress who played his wife. I, I like her a lot, too. So Marina Bacharin is her name. 
yeah, so oh, it's right. just a great yeah. cast. And the kid was great, too. The kid that played yep. the son. Yep. He was really, really good. Uh, we, One more recommendation I have to note before the segment ends. Uh, this is a $30 title on Disney+. Plus, or you can see it in the theater, so you're going to spend the money either way. Raya and the Last Dragon oh, yeah. is brilliant. Oh, yeah, they're really plugging yeah. that a lot. That's big. Hmm. Oh, it's here. Raya and the Last Dragon. It's an animated film from Disney. And the great part about this one is, uh, yeah, we have differences, but let's not tear ourselves apart. Let's find a way to unite. That's that's oh, what I, I took that. away from that movie. You know, and again, they do it in a non-preaching sort of way. That's the important thing. You know, um, yeah, kids are going to love it, but adults will too, and and they won't be. You know, feel like somebody's wagging a finger at them. It's just a great story. They did it. They're doing it in a, in a Dr. Seuss way. Mm. There you yeah. go. Absolutely. Well, there you go. Yeah, see, now people will be canceled for even having storylines that resemble Dr. Seuss. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably next, true. Oh, are they taking the Grinch, uh, when the, Grinch, the Grinch that stole Christmas? They can take that off, get rid of that? Yeah, he's I too wonder. mean. I know. You know what's amazing to me is is looking at the world right now because this whole cancel culture thing is a very young edge to it. There are some older people that, of course, shoulder to shoulder because they don't want to be canceled. But it's a very young idea. So did they start teaching this in college classes, this cancel culture thing? Mm, I don't think so. It's just an evolution of the lynch mob is all it is. It's been going on for centuries, millennia. Why do you... Why do young people want to cancel older people? Why do they want to do that? They don't want to cancel older people. They want to cancel anyone they can because it's a mob and, you know, violence yeah, gives true. them power. But there's the whole I argument to the, true. and this is with us, this is generations upon generations, young people always think they know better. Yeah, that's the thing, is they're too yeah, stupid true. to understand what they're actually doing. Okay, so yeah. after that statement, I want to throw this out there. You know, they're, they're out there now. The uh, the president and his people are out there now trying to get the voting age lowered to 16. Yeah, that's going to be the death of this country if they do that. That would be the death of America. It absolutely would be the death of America. Uh, why would you... Look, the only reason it was lowered from 21 to 18 is because people 18 were losing their lives in the Vietnam War. So they were at war. 16-year-olds are not losing their lives at war, and neither are 70. Well, back in World War II they did, but uh, not since then. So the only reason it's 18 is because of the war in Vietnam. It should have popped back up to 21, in my estimation. It should have. Uh, it should have popped back up to 21 once the war was over. It's, your people are too young. They have no skin in the game. Why do you get a vote? I don't get that. Because we're going to give you everything in the world. Yep, that's what it is. Too. Hey, yeah. hey, how's that? Right. Uh, how's that? Uh, uh, college tuition uh, debt coming along? Are they getting that? No, they are not. Uh, oh, nope. they didn't get that's that. Not oh, happening. Nope. sad. No minimum wage increase. No debt forgiveness. Uh, pretty much nothing. Oh, there we go. Uh, I have for... a question for you. So I have a question. I never. I went to college for one day and paid the thirty bucks or whatever it was. <laughs> I don't remember how much it was, but it wasn't very much for one day. <laughs> Catherine and I paid for her college education. Catherine and I paid for Andy's. Catherine and I paid for Alex's. Why do I have to pay for anyone else's? We all paid our own. 
I know. Why do I have to pay it in somebody else's? Because now it's too hard. Oh, it's too hard now? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I think that people who paid for their own college educations or their family's education should not have to kick in any money. They've already picked up the tab for all of this. Yeah, my, my parents, a nurse and an iron worker, paid for yep. me in college and medical school. Whole thing. There you really? go. Out the door, 100,000 mile guarantee kind of thing. You know, I would, it's, it's, yeah. So I paid for it. So uh, why should I be paying for yeah, someone else's? Well, there's a video out there of somebody confronting Elizabeth Warren about that oh, whole God. free college thing. And, and he goes, Well, does that mean I'm going to get the money back for working free jobs to get my daughter through college? Yeah. Am Do I? I get the money back? Yeah, you're right. Nope. Where's my money? Not going to happen, is it? Oh, well, what are you going to do? i got to close with this, uh, with this headline. Uh, we, as Americans, are totally deluded. We have lost our minds, no question. The headline reads, Two black women took down monarchy's final myths. Meghan Markle and Oprah Winfrey force a reckoning on British racism. No, they didn't. Give me a break, for Christ's sake. We are so deluded thinking, oh, two black women took down England. No, they, they didn't. Sorry. The Queen is laughing at them as we speak. Queen Charlotte was African. Many members of the British royalty were, were black. And if they didn't want to be referred to, if they didn't want to refer to them, that's their problem. You know, deal with it over in there. But the idea that this selfish woman, this Meghan Markle, who lives in a $10 million house right next door to Oprah and got $7 million to talk for one or two hours. That's actually not true. They didn't get any money. It is true. Yes, they did. No, I fact-checked it. It's in every news news service. It seems to be false. They can – Oprah and the – their representatives or whatever all are saying no they did not uh, and, receive uh, any money yes, no they, cbs yes, cbs did. paid to stream it but it went to harpo studios it did not go to megan and harry they no. they continue to say over and over and over and over and so does oprah's people they did not and, get and, any and, money and, you know they did got they got no money for the personal appearance but they did receive money for pictures that were used and other things that's how that's done that's the system they weren't paid seven million dollars to be interviewed by oprah that's uh, what count, people well. are saying well, and it's not the other true. thing is too since i mean look at the publicity and what those the opportunities that mm. that will present them because of this publicity I mean, that well, would yield just, a lot of money, too. Well, but uh, I mean, you Jill guys, Biden you, was, you guys Jill are Biden very was one-sided just, on this whole thing, and it's no, really frustrating. No, we're not. Yes, it is. She talked no. about how she was going to maybe, she was thinking about killing herself, and she would get, well, she was pregnant, and she received absolutely no support whatsoever. She went to the head of HR of the royal family, and they were all like, sorry, we can't help you. It would look bad. Mm. You know? But what oh, did she she's, want? She's, she wanted what did she want? Support? A therapist? Something? She, no one would help her with anything. And everyone's just worried about how she's... Well, no, she probably just wanted to go through, like, I have to go through the royal family and figure out what the right thing to do is, and no one would help her. Yeah, I bet. I, th- that's well, what, what was her husband doing? They were, the, they were trying to find a way to get her some help in the way that a royal is supposed to, and no one would help her because they said it royal. would look bad. 
Well, that's what they're called. No, they're called rich people. No, that's, that's what they're called. I didn't watch the interview, <laughs> exactly. but the things that are you know that are bothering me is like Jill Biden was just uh, wearing the same top or dress as Meghan Markle did a month ago. Mm. It's a twenty. $2,000-plus-dollar dress. No one's saying that she doesn't have any money. No one's saying that she's poor. It, no one's saying that she's but, oppressed. Oh, God, yeah, she Pe- is. No, people are saying that she was treated unfairly. People were saying people are saying other things, but, but no she, one's the, saying, oh, she's broke and hopeless and so sad. Well, it's that bad. She shouldn't have married the guy. That's not I, That's true. I, I can't imagine that it's easy to become a member of the royal family, especially when you're not even in their culture. I can't. It's, I'm sure it's hard. Diana, who was actually of a ladyship or whatever she was, she had a very hard time because her husband didn't love her. Right. It's true. You know, and she kept on asking and asking for help. And they're like, you know, I, I watched the I mean, you know, the whole thing is, is it's one side of the story. I don't know if Meghan Markle is a good person or a bad person. I have no idea. It does seem a little bit like they're holding, I mean, to air out your dirty laundry with your family on a national television show seems a little bit self-serving and not the best way to maybe go about these things, especially after you've left the country and I don't want anything to do with the royal family. We're quitting the royal family. And now... We're going to trash the royal family. Right. It just, the whole thing kind of smells bad in a lot of ways. I am, I didn't watch it. I'm not planning on watching it. I'm not, you know, social media is, so are you for the queen or are you for Megan? And if you're for the queen, then you're racist. And Mm -hmm. if you're, it's just like, they're turning everything into this whole cancel culture bullshit again. It, I'm, I'm sorry she had a rough time. But I just don't see how she handled it is in a grown-up manner for somebody that has all the resources in the world that most people don't even have. Yeah, I like the contrast of the one of the worst recessions in the United States history. People are losing their jobs and their homes. And meanwhile, she's crying in her gigantic mansion being interviewed by a billionaire with – millions of, of adoring fans throughout the world. It's like, yeah, yeah. you got it you, real hard. You can see, yeah, you can see why how that would rub people the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, really. We got we to gotta, uh, take a break here for the, from the first hour, but I, I found 20 news sites, including Newsweek magazine, including all of the big names that say they were paid between 7 and $9 million now, by CBS. CBS paid Harpo Studios 7 to $9 million to air it. It went to Harpo Studios. It did not go to Meghan or and Harry. And Harpo Studios paid for the licensing of the photos from Meghan Markle. I That's how that money was Harpo transferred. Studios and... Meghan Markle and Harry's people adamantly say there w- they did not get paid for the interview. No, just they got well, paid they for did. the pictures. No, Different, they did. It's, it's, you, really, that's, Dad? That's did exactly you see what, the check written to them? You, did you see it no, not but written? I've seen 20, uh, 20 news sites, including the biggest ones in the world. Metro in England said they got between 7 and $9 million in CBS cash from paid. CBS. CBS paid. Yes, they paid, but it didn't go to Meghan and Harry. That's not what they say. Okay. We got to take a Sounds break. Sounds like we, we got a, a good old fashioned Donnybrook going here. Mm-hmm. We got a Donnybrook. I got to I got to run, but first of all, Catherine, I just wanted to have you restate something that you said earlier when you talked about Princess Diana. Okay. Yes. Uh, it's Tim's Me. cousin, Princess Diana. 
Just make sure that oh, that becomes God. part of your everyday delivery. Boy. Oh, look at the time. <laughs> okay. Look at the time. You know, All right, you Tim, know, have a good I day. Always, I, I always had this feeling about Charles being a cad, and now I know why. It was confirmed with this family DNA test. I, I love my cousin, Princess Diana. So, But anyway, folks, uh, thank you uh, for having me again. And uh, Tommy will talk on Thursday with some movie reviews. Sounds good, Timmy. Thanks a lot. We will take a break. Be right back. Special guest William Sadler up next in the second hour with the family.